News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. Hello, everybody. Ed Raymer, and they are our opinions. Yes, they are. And Ed Raymer with the Edwin Lee Raymer Show is with you here on another Sunday night here. And Christmas is right upon us. And we've got a great guest for us tonight. We're going to be talking about something that about 87% of the people in this country want. Not only to talk about it, they want to do something about this. It's called term limits on all these politicians, state level, federal level, local level, whole nine yards. And there's a fella here that uh, I've, I've just been speaking with and got to know over the last week or so. I got him on the phone. And he agreed to be down here. He flew in this morning from uh, Boston. You, you're out of Vermont. Mm-hmm. Aaron Aaron Duquette. Aaron, welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here, Ed. I'm glad you're here, and you're no stranger to WGNS. You've been here with Mike Sparks before. That's right. And I uh, told Mike you would be on, so hopefully we'll be hearing from him. Uh, Aaron, what, what, what brought you into this? You said you got here by accident, I believe, pretty much. <laughs> well, in terms of, uh, you know, working with U.S. term limits, yeah, kind of kind of fell into it. But those are some of the most adventurous things that you get involved in, right? right. The ones you didn't plan. Uh, exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, my interest really in politics really grew out of being a teacher. Uh, I lived in Colorado for about nine years. You've lived um, all over. I, I, I'm a bit of an American mutt, and I don't know where I'm from really more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and... Uh, you know, there was a lot of fights there uh, in terms of uh, doing what's best for the kids and just uh, right. and just school board politics and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it drew out of me some desire to, like, do what was right for the kids. And sometimes I made, you know, mean, uh, I mean, taking action. And so that kind of sure. got me thinking about the broader culture and about the nation and what's going on. And then eventually the term limits that this is one of the most commonsensical reforms we could do to, to treat some of the issues we're seeing out of Washington, D.C., now, is uh, am I right in my numbers? It's like 87% of the people want something done about it. They have an interest in it. That's right, yeah. Um, They're not saying, Aaron, go away. You're wasting your time. They want something done about oh, this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's the highest polling issue. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to is. find an issue that there's right. that much consensus on. Um, traditionally, you know, in the last 10 or so years, the polling nationally is consistently right around 80 to 82, 83%. This year, it's, it's getting worse and worse, and it's very clear that it's getting worse. And that most recent poll is all-time high, 87%. Pew did a poll and found that. 87%. So that, that doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, independent, I know. whatever yeah, that's it is. The, that's the ironic part yep. about it. Everybody said, we are all pretty well fed up with this bunch. That's right. You know. Yeah. I mean... Uh, you know Nick Tombolidis, who's out of Melbourne, Florida. Uh, he's one of your... He's my boss. Oh, is he your boss? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I know him. So we'll have to say nice things about him then. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, seriously, I did not know him when Nick... Uh, I got to meet him years ago, and me, and Mike. Uh, and Mike, and I think Rob Mitchell, good friend of ours. Rob is our, our property assessor here in Rutherford County. And they said, look, uh, this guy, Nick Tombolidis, we're having a meeting. Marty Luffman, one of our local... Uh, uh, State Farm agents, he's out of Smyrna. Yep. said, he's going to be me, uh, it was a Monday or, Sunday or Tuesday night. He said, you need to go down and talk to this guy. I said, I'll go down here, what's he got to say? Yeah, if it's on term limits, sure. And that's where we got to, 
to hear from him. You know, and that's how this whole thing started. And that was several years ago. And later I had him on, of course, by phone because he was in Melbourne, Florida, and he wasn't mm-hmm. out on the road like you are tonight. And, uh, again, thank you for doing this. Thank you. We, I appreciate it very much to be here personally. Uh, but um, uh, that's how we got started on this thing. And everybody, I mean, I remember we had Republicans, Democrats. Uh, we had probably some Libertarians in there. I mean, mm-hmm. people are saying, you know, hey, enough is enough, you know. And I did not know, so I did some research. And I was uh, in my, my late 50s at that time. And I pulled up, I said, I wonder how long some of these guys have been in office. Right. And two or three had <laughs> been there before me and my wife were born. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much legislation do you have to pass? I mean, mm-hmm. And I think right. it was in the House of Representatives. Now, I mean, you can't get your points across in 55 plus years, you know, and I don't know. You know, that is, I think it is one of the places where, our, and I don't know how you feel about this. I think it is one place where our forefathers may have really made a a mistake, but things were different in their time. And they had farms and they had, well, honestly, they had slaves and they had, after four years or eight years, five years, whatever, you know, hey, I got to get back to work. I got a farm to take care of. Go yeah, ahead. you know, they you, you make that point about the founding fathers. Right. You know, they did a pretty good job with our Constitution, I have to say. Very well. But they, you know what? Probably one of the best things that they did, though, is they had the humility to admit that what they were coming up with in this document would need to be amended on occasion sure. to remedy situations that arise that they didn't foresee or, you know, that they, they maybe should have taken care of beforehand. Exactly. And this discussion about term limits, they called it rotation of office back then. And actually, the Articles of Confederation right. had rotation of office in there. Um, and they debated it, you know, six different times in a constitutional convention. And they basically decided, well, you know, it's, it's not really going to be so much needed. <laughs> yeah, Well, right. that proved to be sure. wrong. But if you looked at what the, you know, the, the capital that they were forming was going to look like then versus what it is now, it's a whole different deal. You right. know, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it resembled much more like an actual swamp rather than a metaphorical <laughs> swamp that we have today. You know, now it's a hot tub. So, yeah. Yeah. So they, they had the wisdom to say, you know what, on occasion, we're going to have to fix some things. The country's going to have to come together on, on issues that have broad consensus of support. The people really understand that, you know, this needs to be fixed. Um, and right. internal moments is exactly one of those issues. Well, and, you know, my father always said that, too. My mother and father both, um, you know, Medicare for example, just mm-hmm. as a topic, it needs to be tweaked from time to time. Social Security as well. It needs to be looked at. You don't just, okay, legislation passed, that's it. We'll never have to deal with that again. That's not the way it works. And and you're on a topic here. Man, I bet you could talk to me all day long about this, some of the people you've seen, you know. So, um, you know, uh, where do you go from here? You're here now. You're, you, you've got a bunch of appointments. You're going to meet with some of our state legislatures down at down in Nashville? Yeah, uh, earlier this week, I'm going to be just spending some time at the Capitol, popping in and saying hi to some of the state senators. Uh, we have legislation that we can talk about um, that actually would allow the states uh, to step in and actually force this issue. Um, and so we actually got that passed through the House earlier this, this year, um, overwhelmingly. And uh, so we're looking for the Senate to follow suit. And that now the House here, state Tennessee, in Tennessee House, Tennessee House. Correct. Okay. Yes. And so, uh, but off of that, a little later in the week, actually, there's a f- group of uh, volunteers out in the Knoxville area. We're going to get together at a No Charlie's and right. just going to have, you know, break bread together and actually 
we're going to handwrite some letters to their state senators. They're going to sit mm-hmm. down together right. and come up with good ideas and just, you know, share why they want to see this resolution passed and then drop that in the mail to them. So right. that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So you've got a full plate. You'll be heading back home probably Thursday, Friday. Yes, hopefully. Sir. Yep. Yeah, I'll actually be back next week. <laughs> next week too. Back, yeah. I'll be flying back. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're going to be on News Channel Five. Actually, uh, really, myself and our, our Senate sponsor is Richard Briggs. Okay, we're going to be on TV talking about the same issues. So that is good be fun. Yeah, good. I'm telling you, um, the um, you know, I want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We're going to get this thing kicked off here in just a minute. A sponsor that we have here, keep it running, heat and air. Okay. And if you're family and you're looking for a local local family-owned heating and cooling company, I want to introduce you to Joe at Keep It Running Heating and Cooling Company. He's got over 12 years' experience in this field, and he and his company, Keep It Running, are located right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They're fully licensed, insured, bonded, and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week with all your heating and cooling needs. And you're going to be needing that heat now because I noticed it was already down to 38 earlier when I got here this evening. So give Joe a call. Don't be shy about it. And like I said, he's a local boy right here in town. 615-962-2397. That's Joe at 615-962-2397. Or you can find him at keepitrunningheatingandcooling.com. And you can catch him on Facebook as well. Jackson, if we could, we're going to kick this thing off. But for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer. And yes, I am still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. off the rafters for you that song okay and my name is ed raymer the edwin lee raymer show and me and aaron are here tonight to talk to you about term limits this show is produced at the studios of wgns am 1450 100.5 101.9 fm right here in the heart of the great volunteer state murfreesboro tennessee now you can reach us tonight with your questions comments ideas and thoughts at 615-893-1450 that's 615-893-1450 you can also send a text to that number Jackson will be glad to write it down or read it for us over the air. For those of you who may be a little bit too shy to come on, I know some of you are because I see you through the week and you, you know, you compliment us on on the the show and the broadcast we do, and it's much appreciated. Uh, like I said, Aaron Burkett is here. To, uh, Durkett, I keep getting your name wrong. Aaron. That's okay. Sorry, I'll get that I'm sorry. Off. It's Duquette. Yep. <laughs> now, you can watch us also right now at YouTube. At WGN at News Radio WGNS. That's News Radio WGNS. We're on YouTube Live right now, and you can look us up there. And all the the programs we do, all the programs here on WGNS, all the sporting events, uh, you know that uh, Brian and uh, John Dinkins do, and all the guys do. 
uh, they're they're there. Just look them up. Mine is don't don't put the Evan. Just look up Edwin Lee Raymer show, and it'll it'll pop up all the shows we've done. And um, also, you can download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go, and listen whenever you wish. Check out Angela Bingham. She's a good guy. Good gal. She's been here about five, six years herself and doing a great job with simplicity. Aaron, you're here with us tonight. How does this process work? What? It's not just a question of we're going to have term limits do it. I mean, this, this is a – they've made it pretty complicated, I would imagine. <laughs> I'm just guessing here. So I'll give you a little prehistory there on term limits, you know. Mm-hmm. So U.S. term limits has been around since 1992 long time trying to get this issue of term limits in place uh, on Congress. And originally what they did in the first half of the 90s is in multiple states worked with uh, ballot ballot initiatives uh, in different states to get basically state laws passed in various states that would term limit their own delegations to Congress. So it would just be Tennessee term limiting their own delegation. You always have representation but you, you you put a term limit in place. And 23 states put it in place. Right. right. Okay. And if you think about the natural consequence of that would be, you get close to you know half of the states term limited, they're going to say, hey, we need to pass an amendment because this isn't fair for us, right? And so right. that would have okay. resulted in basically a constitutional amendment. Well, it was challenged in the Supreme Court in 1995. They said it has to be a constitutional amendment. So long story short, it has to be that. There's only two ways to get that done. The one way is by asking Congress to propose their own term limits. That's complicated as you can mm, expect that to be. Yeah, I'm sure. And we actually will. saw the proof of that uh, just a couple months ago in Congress. We had our first vote uh, on term limits in about 25 years right. in the House Judiciary Committee. It failed uh, 19 to 17. So no big shocker there. Uh, but then the other half is that in Article 5, uh, like the founders uh, put in there, um, that allows for the proposal of amendments by way of the states. And so we have a single topic Article 5 application for term limits on Congress only. And then when we get right. close to 34 states, Congress is going to be faced with a dilemma. I knew that 34 was a, is, a, is the magic number. Yep. How many do you have so far? We have six, six. Six states. And then so Tennessee would be number seven. And we have a whole slight, I think it's going to be a real breakthrough year in 2024 for us. Um, I'm thinking, we're I think very close be in a number of states, and yeah. they're going to be filed in a couple dozen states. I think we're going to really jump forward. I, I'm, I, yep. I, I think you're on something. Yep. Yeah, I think this this thing has gone just about as far. They've, they've pushed it about as far as can. I mean, you know, and, and one thing that got me to was the uh, the no limit on the money that can be put in. Mm. You know, yep. a, a, in other words, an incumbent can raise seven times more money then if I go out here and challenge them, whatever yep. office they're in, local, state, federal, because they have the name recognition, they're already there. People see them on the news, whatever the case might be. You see a lot of this in Congress now of people just wanting to be heard, mm-hmm. you know, because we've got 24 coming up and uh, we're going to see more and more and more of this. Mm-hmm. But they can raise seven times more. I didn't know this until I got involved with some of the political people that 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 I know that started running. I said, "Man, you're behind the eight ball before you ever start." Right. And so, is it really unlimited money that can be put into these these campaigns? 
Well, so or do we have? We don't have to. Know, we don't get to know where it comes from, right? Right. I mean, there's an, obviously a very incredible amount of money that it, it keeps rising and rising and rising. And part of the problem right. is that you have such a deadlock in these elections. You don't have real competitive elections, and so it causes the system just to flood more and more money into this. Uh, term limits would actually have a, a, a good effect toward campaign finance problems now term limits isn't going to solve it it's not a magic bullet that sure. solves everything sure but actually i think it would have a positive impact in regard to this dynamic of the influence of money in politics right because when you have guaranteed open seat elections with term limits you're guaranteed even if the person is really popular they're going to be out in so many years you're going to have open seats like you do if you have a two-term president it's slates clear now. We're gonna have a slate from both parties, right? Right, and and uh, we'll have better choices. Well, very often we don't have that those choices in the primaries, especially. So uh, we really don't have competitive elections, and so exactly this would provide that opportunity for more of a competition for that money to be given to them. Um, sure. And and it, right now, as you look at it, I mean, it it this statistic doesn't lie. Ninety-seven percent of all super PAC money in Washington D.C. Oh, goes to Republicans, Democrats. No, no, no. It's not about party. Incumbents. Incumbents. They go to the incumbents. Only three percent right. is for the challengers. And if you look at what what that even consists in, it's typically ideological issues, you know, kind of thing. Uh -huh. It's just very clear. Yeah. So uh, legislation. They want we're them in there about, forever. We're you know? talking about legislation. That's right. And yes. grease in those wheels. Okay. Yes. Tell you what we're going to do. Aaron, Aaron Ducat is here with us. He's with Term Limits, people. Jax is going to take us to our first series of breaks. Ed Raymer with the Heavenly Raymer Show. Be back with you right after this. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow Give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design. Retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
All right, thank you. Aaron Duquette is here with us. Now, Aaron, let me ask you something. Has it come up? Uh, is there a standard? Uh, I want to talk because a lot of people know. What are the terms that people would suggest that people serve? For example, we have the same thing in our state house here as you have in, 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 in the federal house. Two-year terms for uh, House representatives, mm-hmm. six years for, for senators. Mm-hmm. What do you, what, what's the consensus there? How does everybody feel about that? Yeah, so you know, like I mentioned, you know, we have the two prongs of our approach, one in Congress as a proposal, and then the Article 5 application in the states. Mm-hmm. The Article 5 application actually doesn't pre-specify exactly a term limit. The purpose of that would be to get together to deliberate exactly this question. So, sure. um, so that's not pre-specified there. So the other answer, you know, for the one that we support in Congress is a really good uh, term limit. A lot of factors came into play in making the judgment call. Uh, but that would limit uh, any one person from serving more than uh, three terms in the House. So they get two-year terms, right? So six years plus 12 years in the Senate, two terms. So you got you could have an 18-year career. You start in the House, go through, run for Senate. I mean, I don't know, but I, I've never had an 18-year career. Okay. So no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm me. telling you. Um, <laughs> and now you say two proposed two six-year terms. Yes. And then four two-year terms. Uh, three. Three two-year terms. Three two-year terms. Yep. Six, so yeah, be 18. Yeah, we run a pledge yeah. program. We ask candidates running for office uh, in Congress to sign a pledge to get behind that proposal. Right. Because you remember back in the 90s when term limits were all the rage back then, too. Right, and, yeah, And sure. the Republican Party ran on the uh, the contract with America. Yeah, they were going to. Mm-hmm, and, and, and the big yeah. plank of that was term limits, right? So right. how is that going to happen? Well, what they ended up doing is that they had two or three different proposals on the floor at once, and then everyone mm-hmm. gets signed up upon three different proposals. Well, you don't have the two-thirds supermajority that you need to pass it, so everyone can go home to their constituents and say, I'm a hero. I voted for term limits, but it didn't get passed yeah. because they split it well, up. It was so kind we're of avoiding a sham, that situation. It's, it's a yet. sham. It's that's a right. sham. They knew right. it wasn't going to pass. That's the so we're holding them to that. one proposal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a sham. Anyway, we have a caller on the line. Uh, caller, go ahead, please. Mr. Raymer, Jeff, Jeff, how you doing? Well, hello, Jeff. How are you? Pretty good. I, I just want to say um, I, I've heard, this is what I've heard from people in the state legislature here in Tennessee. They say that, that they, they don't need term limits because they're not full-time legislators, they say. We, we don't need because we're not full-time. We're not like the national people. That's what people have told me. People that are in the are national. Yeah. Have, have, you heard, have you heard that? I have not. That is the first time I've heard that. that. They, That's the first they, time they, I've heard they, that. We, you we heard this, Aaron. I guess you've heard it all. We, we, we don't need term limits because we're, we're not full-time. We're, we're, we're part-time people and all this. Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of them have come back, as you know, that we've got term limits. It's called voting. You know, but that's that's not. Well, yeah, that, that, that's, that's one of the ones. But, but one of the ones I've heard them say, they, they don't talk about They just say, well, I, I, I'm not a full-time legislator, so I don't need term limits. I don't need it. That's what they're, when you come back at them with it, they say, well, I, I'm not a full-time legislator, I'm part-time. I'm well, I mean, they're not really full time up in Washington either. Every time I turn around, somebody's on vacation up there. <laughs> I mean, no, they are. You know, we've got our spring break now. We've got, I've never seen a job with so many breaks in it. And this being an election year, ain't nobody going, I would say, what, by the end of the year, that pretty well is going to be the end of any election. Nothing's going to get passed, is it, Aaron? Is that in your experience? I mean, so I mean, I'm asking you to get off in uh, in the ditch here. A little oh bit, no, I can you know. I can address this. So what I want to ask your caller too, if 
you do have term limits, have you thought about how, how many terms they would serve? Like Edward Lee says, U.S. senators have six years and the Congress has two. Have you thought about how many, how many terms they would serve? We were just talking about that. Tell him, Aaron. It was two six-year terms yeah, for Senate. We support uh, in the congressional proposal, uh, this is not the, the state resolution, um, it would be uh, no more than basically six years in the House and, and 12 years in the Senate. Oh sure. So yeah. We, we, but, but, but well, as, as much as they, as much as they try to pull up there, there, uh, as much as bulls they try to pull up there, the uh, you know, all, all the bulls they try to pass, it seems like there's more time to me. Don't you think so? Well, uh, yeah, you know, they're I mean, constantly I mean, what, looking for a better mousetrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as as when they come back, you, you know that uh, you know Brenda uh, uh, Lee that rocked around the Fisher Street was number one on the history. Right, sure. Well, well they, they want to make that the the, the the holiday song of Tennessee. Oh God! Okay. Yeah, we've got. I mean, uh, it's, it's just so important. It's so important for the state to have it. You know, I love Brenda Lee, and it is a great little song. But I mean, I think we have more important. I mean, we've got what a state gun. We got the state book. Did they make the Bible a state book or something well, down they, here? They, I mean, they, they tried to say you all favor. That's one thing they did try to. They did try to uh, try to uh, pass it was a state. Was a state. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had the state book. It's, uh, the, I mean, I'm even in favor of grandfather. And you and I, Aaron, talked about this on the phone. I'd, I'd, I'd take anything right now. Yeah, that's, that, that's a, the advantage of what we're doing here with the states is that the states can put that pressure. You know, we talk about, uh, you know, the re-election rate. Um, right. the, the re-election rate is consistently election after election in Congress. Sure. It's 95% right uh, around yeah, so, yeah. It was 100% I, I, in the I, Senate I, I last time. Yeah. So it's a bad issue there. Yeah. Enjoy your show. Have a good Christmas. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. We'll be here next week, and uh, this will be uh, – we're going to do our Christmas show, I think, next week. It's what, it's what my, my plan is. So I don't know. But, Aaron, I never heard that one, that it's not a full-time job, so we don't need term limits. So yeah, well, know. I mean, you know, U.S. term limits supports term limits, you know, uh, on everything. You know, town dog catcher, whatever it be. Sure. School board, whatever. Yeah, I agree. You know, so there's a, there's a philosophy, yeah. and then there's where we put our resources, you know, the most, because the sure. most urgency, practically mm-hmm. speaking, and that is undeniably Congress, right? I mean, there's a good deal of support out there as well for, you know, Supreme Court justices and so forth. But, oh, great! But day. we yeah. we have the heavy hand with term limits on Congress. It's got the bipartisan support, um, and that's that's the thing to get taken care of because that's where the, the the highest priority is. So right, you know where you right. you do that have more is. turnover in the states uh, more generally than ninety five. That will take care of <laughs> right. that. That would take care of a lot of this this court appointment right. too. Yeah. That would that would remedy a lot of our what you and I are talking about would remedy a lot of this problem. Yeah. That we've that has evolved, especially over the last fifty years, because it didn't used to be this way. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I mean, and also now, of course, we know with the, you know, the Trump thing and all this, you know, you won an election, you lost some, you know. Okay, well, we'll regroup, try again in two years, try again in four years, whatever. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Now we just, now everybody's running for office 365 days a year, you know. And I'm sure, again, the presidential election will have more than $1 billion spent on it. Money's coming from somewhere. Right. You know, they're not giving it out of the goodness of their heart. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, Okay. Term limits, uh, two six-year terms, three two-year terms, and that could be for the state as well. This we well the the resolution we have in the states that we work with the state legislators on is to actually put term limits on Congress. So we need right. their help. They're our only recourse. Like the caller said, you know, it, it's not likely that Congress is going to propose their own term limits anytime soon. But you can put the pressure mm-hmm. on them to actually see the writing on the wall. When you get close to thirty-four states, they're going to have to be confronted with a dilemma. Do I propose these own term limits on ourselves or do we sit by and let the states do it to us? And guess what? I mean, you talk about grandfathering themselves in. They might grandfather themselves in so forth, step away. But the states won't, right? They're going to want those jobs at that point. And that's that's sure. good and healthy. So, sure. so this is the only way to put leverage on Congress to either propose it themselves or watch watch it happen. It's the only way to get it done. So. Well, and we are looking at, Aaron, and everybody knows this, um, as I told you, I'm originally Kentucky boy from mm-hmm. Kentucky. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. He's already <laughs> froze up a couple of times up there. Right. It's getting embarrassing. Right. I mean, I feel for those people. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do. But I uh, saw, so, uh, who was the lady? Diane Feinstein. Mm-hmm. She had to be prodded before. I mean, she's no longer with us, but. Right. Uh, and she didn't know to say yay. Yep. And her assistant said, just say yes. A yes. Okay. Had to be told what to say. Yeah. I mean, this is not good. You know, and these people are making valued decisions mm-hmm. on people's lives, and especially this Supreme Court bunch. <laughs> Lord, you know, and they have woke, they woke a sleeping giant there with these women because these gals are mad. The career I mean, politicians, they, they've they set a trap for themselves. I agree. People have I been noticing right. in the last year or so, they've been noticing, like, maybe we need age limits and that kind of stuff because they're like, well, how come the leadership in, in Congress is all, you know, in their late 70s, 80s, you know, right. 90, mm-hmm. in the case of sure. Donald Feinstein, you know. I know. Um, and how did this come to be? Well, it didn't just happen on its own. It happened because they had been there for a good 40 years, right? I know, sure. So it's, it's a matter of if you had term limits in place, they would have been gone long ago. Um, and, and it's really about, you know, who controls Congress. Um, it, it's not just the average rank and file member of, of, of Congress. Right. Cause you know, we talk about the, the lack of things happening in Congress. Well, they spend about 50, 60% of their time dialing for dollars. They're, they're calling funders. Uh, they're raising money for the prospective parties and that's where they spend sure. the bulk of their time, not doing legislation. <laughs> So they're actually sure. not doing the things sure. that they could be doing because they're <clears throat> caught up in the political process. Well, this liberates sure. them from that much more so and it enables us to actually have much more competition, not only for the seats, but also within Congress, more competition for leadership positions, which is that's when the agenda is set. Right. And things start moving and sure. shaking. It's when you get a chairmanship, a leadership position, that sort of thing. Well, I, I go back to the story that I heard years ago. Um, uh, a new member of Congress had come on, got elected, 
and I forget which which side of the aisle they were on, but mm-hmm. had had dreams of doing, in the House representatives uh, on federal level in Washington. So, well, look, I'd like to get to, I'm going to work on this legislation. And they said, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. And apparently they take on, you may know more about this than, than I do, I'm sure you do. They take the newer, the new members of Congress and set them aside and say, and what they told this person, man or woman, I don't know what it was, but your job this first year is to start raising money. Yep. So, well, what about my legislation? Forget your legislation. Your job right now is to raise funds. 60 Minutes a few years ago did a piece right. on this called Dialing for Dollars. And, and that's exactly what, that's what a couple of congressmen, one of them sure. from each side of the aisle, mm. walked yep. them across the street from the Capitol building. It's hilarious. I mean, in a sad way. They walked across in the two different buildings. And they, they go and sit down basically in a cubicle. And they have a list, a donor list. And they're just huh. pounding through those numbers like the telemarketer. Right. And, and hey, would you donate money to the Republican Democratic Party? Yada yada yada. And and they have a chart keeping track of how much, what are the greatest fundraisers among them. And guess what? Those people end up being the ones that are in charge. They get the committee assignments, that um, right. the chairmanship, right. the leadership positions. It's it's because of the money that they're bringing in. So it's not necessarily their boldness of vision that they're ready to serve the country, that they're going to have good ideas that will actually solve these problems that we've carried around for decades that we could solve but don't. Um, It's really about a a um, self-fueling process uh, of insiders. Um, And so, yeah, term limits will will shake that whole system down. Sure. I mean, but that that was this person's job. So forget about forget about that. You're yep, running for office. The, the minute you take your hand off the Bible, I, I do. <laughs> Let's go across. Okay, we've got to sit down and talk. You've got to raise money. You're a worker bee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe that it, this is what it's really gotten to. I mean, you don't even take a month to, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't sound healthy, really. No. <laughs> it's not. I mean, yeah. we think that they go to D.C. to go work on legislation <laughs> and, and they're not spending <laughs> yeah, sure. the bulk of their time doing that. I mean, that's, it's, it's, that's right. a crazy corrupt mm-hmm. system where, and, and look at lo and behold, they, they stay in office a hundred percent of the U S senators that ran for their seats last time kept it 100%. The only yeah. turnover in Congress or in, in the Senate was, was retirements. That's it. That is a broken election system. It's yes, it elections is. are not it sufficient is. on the own. And they turn around, and someone like a Mitch McConnell will will go and say, you know, very self satisfied uh, with self satisfaction on his face. Oh, well, just vote me out if you don't like it. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. Come on now. He yeah. knows that he, knows. he can't. Sure. Right? Can't so, be done. Yeah. And that girl ran a very good. The girl that ran against him ran a very respectful campaign. She did a good job. Right. But she's just short. Right. Probably. Hundred million dollars. Well, look at all the money. Yeah, exactly. Look at the money that threw into that, and and she couldn't right. still she couldn't did, break still yeah. yeah. But you know, but here here's another thing. They say, Aaron. Well, look at the experience level. I understand. I know that. Mm-hmm. They put Nancy Pelosi in charge of the House with the Trump deal. Mm-hmm. You know, when Democrats took control of it. And she was there because she could get things done. She didn't bring a vote to the floor that wasn't going to pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this thing we've got now with this guy that's in there now, <laughs> bless their hearts, I don't know. I, You know, 
if that's what money and power does to you, I, I don't know what I want any of it. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, but I do understand they do have the experience. They do have the knowledge, but we've got to strike a balance here somewhere. That's correct. You know, and the thing is people don't, uh, well, if they repeat that, maybe they do understand that actually, because they're usually the ones where we're trying to get term limited, but <laughs> they, they'll say right. we need experience mm -hmm. or you need to keep that experience there. Well, yeah, you need some experience, but you're going to have that. Uh, if you look at the more than half of all members of Congress are former state legislators, sure. they have legislative sure. experience. And so they, you know, to pretend that that being a congressman is some sort of really highly esoteric mm -hmm. thing to do, so right. you know, it's like brain surgery or something. Sure. Like, I don't, sorry, it's not that complicated. Right. Uh, and mm -hmm. if it is, maybe it should be simplified. Um, but it really is just a, an escape to answer the question that, you know, really we need to actually have the term put in place here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, the, um, you know, the, the, the running for the office and all that, it becomes just, it, it's a way of life for them. Right. And that's all they know. And I don't think our forefathers ever thought of, they, like I said, these guys had farms, they had businesses, they had things. Most of them had farms. That's what agriculture was a big thing. Yeah. And yes, many of them owned, they had slaves. I mean, they really did. People don't like to talk about that, but they did. They really did. Right. And after four or five years, hey, I got to get back to my farm. My farm. You know, I've got, right. I've got a home and a farm and a family and people to take care of yep. and crops to raise. And they had to make a living. Right. You know, now some of them made a pretty good living, but. Nonetheless, they had to be there to keep keep an eye on things. It's, it's gotten bad enough. It's not just a, you know, to look at it from a different <coughs> angle, too. It's not just that the Congress is just full of these, like, really just over-the-top evil people or something. Right. That want those seats. It, you got to look at the system, too, actually, in human nature. Sure. The system, the way it's grown up now with the seniority system and the fundraising equals advancement system that comes along with that, what you have now is a um, self-protective system where outsiders can't crack it. Um, and That's exactly if, right. If you're a Johnny Smart guy out there, uh, you know Murfreesboro, Tennessee, that has a really good idea, you know some really good policy ideas, things that could solve some of the problems that we're facing, and you want to go in, serve for a while, and come back home. Um, you could do that, but the way you look at it now, I actually crunched the numbers of the last Congress, and I wanted to know how long did they serve before they got their first chairmanship, before they started advancing, in other right. words, mm -hmm. toward leadership, sure. right? It was about 18 years on the whole in the House and 21 years in the Senate. That's before you start like not being just the worker bee and being the one that's calling the shots. I sure. mean, good grief. So you you got to go spend a career just to start your career there. And so it breeds careerism right from the outset and attracts sure. it. Sure. So in a way, we're attracting the lesser quality candidates and that we could have better quality out there because they don't want to give up their careers. They'd rather just go sure. to service. Sure. You know, and we have so many. You do have a lot of lawyers. Yep. You have we doctors. Do. You do. And a lot of them. They do need to get back to a practice right. that they may have a very lucrative law practice that they've abandoned, and many of them do. Or, well, they used to. Mm -hmm. They don't much anymore. But uh, I want to ask you something. When they get these chairmanships uh, for these committees and all that, how much extra money do they get for those? I've wondered about that. You know, like from from special interest money and stuff. 
Well, I'm talking about is it is it rigged? Is it set into the system that you'll get instead of a hundred? Well, they get a, a congressman gets one hundred seventy-four thousand yeah. a year or whatever it oh, is. Salary. Salary. Do they get an extra kick if they get a name to committee chairman or anything you know, like I that? I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I never looked at it that closely. Mm-hmm. What I do know, there's a common kind of a misconception about that, and I'm not excusing it by any means. <laughs> sure. But um, there's a 174000 you know, um, <coughs> uh, salary that they get, and that doesn't go very far in Washington, D.C. Not actually. very far, right. But um, it's not a, really about the salary. That's not how they're profiting and getting so rich. It's about all the connections that they're making. It's about possible insider trading sure. that they're doing. Sure. Right, all those oh, connections yeah. that gives them the wealth that they end up with, um, and so um, you know, as you advance to become like a chairman, um, you know, your pay may not be lo- much more or at, more at all, um, but guess what? Your attractiveness is through the roof. Sure. And those lobbyists sure. want to go and take you out for dinner, and they want you to come and yes. go golfing, and they want you to come out to, to Aspen, Colorado for the weekend. Right. They want all mm-hmm. those you know, attractive things, and they're going to fawn on you. They're going to laugh at all your jokes. They're going to be yeah, very appealing. Right. Sure. And very, it's very seductive, and, and even well-intending people can fall right into that trap. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I read in a Reader's Digest article once that a man had got elected from his state for a House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. And within like six or eight years, he had gone. This is now. This is thirty years ago. Things totally changed by now. But he had so much. He had to pay taxes on stock that he had. He didn't even know he had because yep. they fixed him up with stock options or something. He yep. said, "No, I don't need any stock. You know, I got my right. salary." And he was apparently from a wealthy family or something like that, as sure. an attorney or whatever. He had, and he had a tax problem. Because he had made so much money from these special interests and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, it's, it sounds like a pretty, it's, it's better than owning a casino in Vegas, man. Yeah, I mean, it's clear. I mean, it's it, for, for the ones that last <laughs> beyond yeah, three sure. terms, you know, sure. uh, and they just kind of sure. quit because they're frustrated. Um, the ones that actually play the game long term, I mean, they're really benefiting from this personally. And guess what? Like their approval rating right now is in the toilet. I mean, it's it's thirteen percent. Oh yeah, don't and, talk and about the president or vice president. What other You're, job yeah. could you sit and do such a poor job and then just kind of blithely go about your your day? I know, and no yeah. no accountability. That that we need to have some kind of accountability for these. Sure. Guys. Yeah. I mean, it is it's it's amazing to me. I mean, they have no, there's no shame. Mm-hmm. They 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 continually are bombarded with all these dinners and all that. And if they do get voted out, they're going to become a lobbyist anyway. I mean, I mean mm-hmm. you know, I saw that little uh, Mitch McConnell's wife, uh, Elaine Chow, Elaine Cho, whatever. Yep. And all I ever saw her do is sit around and grin. <laughs> right. She was in Trump's cabinet. I think she sat there. I guess if I had parents that were worth as many millions as her parents were, I'd just sit around and grin too, you know. <laughs> right. Hey, Ed, what are you doing? Just grinning. <laughs> Isn't it a great day? Yeah, right. Yes, it is. Wonderful, you right. know. Right. But I don't know. We're not going to solve it tonight, but I'll tell you what, I appreciate what you guys are doing. That's really right. really do. Thank and you. Yeah. No, it's uh, – let me ask you, how can people help you? What can we do? Yeah, so the resolution, we got passed through the House overwhelmingly earlier this year, and it's a two-year session in, in, the, Nash, in the Nashville legislature, in the Tennessee legislature yeah, right. in Nashville. Um, and we need to get the state Senate to pass it. Uh, Senator Briggs uh, from Knoxville 
is our lead sponsor, a great guy, um, and it's in his committee, the state and state and local government committee. Um, it's House Joint Resolution Five, so you can call up your state senator, uh, say, "Hey, please pass the U.S. term limits resolution for term limits on Congress. I really want to see this happen." Uh, and tell them, hey, I'm one of those 87% that want to see term limits on Congress. And I, right. I'm feeling very confident mm-hmm. we'll get this thing done, and I'm really happy about the I progress we're seeing. So Yeah, I think uh, we're looking at a different time. And good win for the people, I think. So. Right. Mm-hmm. They've, you know, most people, they, oh, who's that crazy politician? You know, that, mm-hmm. that's, the, 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 that's the air everybody's putting on right now. And I have friends that ask me, Hey, what about, and I don't know if you heard about the, the lady that was running run for mayor in Williamson County down here mm-hmm. and had uh, bodyguards go with her to, you know, to the events and everything. Some of them, they were in some of these real ultra-right, you know, neo-Nazi, whatever they were. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I didn't get, she got beat. Mm. But uh, the man that beat her was the, the setting mayor over there. And they say he's just as fine a fellow as you'd ever want to meet. Mm. So luckily he, you know, he did get reelected. We're talking with Aaron Decat, and we're talking term limits right here. And we're going to go to our last series of breaks here. Keep it running, Heating and Air. If you're looking for a local, locally owned heating and cooling company, I want to introduce you to Joe at Keep It Running, Heating and Cooling. He's got over 12 years of experience in the field. Joe and his company, Keep It Running, they're located right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They're fully licensed insured and bonded and available 24 hours a day seven days a week to help you and your family with all your heating and cooling needs if you're looking for a family you can trust a man you can trust and a company you can trust with your needs heating and cooling needs call joe today 615-962-2397 that's 615-962-2397 and you can go to their website keep it running heatingandcooling.com and of course, you can catch them on Facebook. Keep it running. Heating and cooling, you're going to be needing them. It's going to be getting colder here. And winter time is is, is up on us. Christmas time is up on us. Ed Raymer for the Emily Raymer Show. Aaron's with us. Jackson's on the board. Back with you right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run. Or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design. Retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. 
Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers. 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right, and we are back. Thank you, Jackson, on the board. And thanks to all of our sponsors. Thank you to Jay Mullins, to keep it running heating and cooling to uh, complete yard care thank you all appreciate you so much uh aaron you looking for a big week down here you're gonna this is this is something you really got to chip away at isn't it yeah it takes uh it takes uh, sustained effort you know to, sure. to get it going it, it takes a while in a we get filed in the state to to get the the buzz going, we've been we've had a ton of media in the last month or so uh, about this issue. So right, it's been very helpful to have that you know really in the national conversation. So it really helps sure. getting it down sure locally here. Yeah. Now you're going to be on Channel Five, I believe. You said one of the, one of the news networks. Yeah, just can... December twentieth, uh, News Channel Five, uh, CBS affiliate uh, right. here in Nashville mm-hmm. area. Um, it's going to have us on open line. I think seven to eight p.m. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Central yeah. on the twentieth. Right. So you can check myself and uh, senator richard briggs out on that show talking talking about this resolution about term limits so right so yeah. you got a senator who's actually going to put his neck out there on a chop block that's right oh yeah <laughs> he's all about it uh, he, he speaks he speaks my language on this it's really right. great to see okay so, yeah, it has that, that that's bound to be refreshing yeah. yeah it is it is um now you carry you cover 11 states right yes sir uh-huh how in the world do you do that? How do you keep up with what's going on? <laughs> well, not all at once. I don't know. Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. You know, we 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 uh, we have to divide up the whole country. You know, we're trying to get this done. We're working in you know a right. couple dozen states at a time, and so we have different regions. Uh, and myself and some colleagues um, oversee those regions, and we have right. others that assist and out in the field and making phone calls to candidates when they're running to sign a pledge of support, all that kind of stuff. So we're we're busy all the time and. Uh, my region extends from West Virginia, where we passed a couple of years ago, uh, all the way down to Arkansas and up to North Dakota, and it's called the Central Regional Direct uh, Central Region. So, okay, sure. Really, you know, broad conception of what the sure. Central means. Sure. So, oh yeah. I, I, yeah, I cover some miles. That's for sure. Yeah. You get a lot of frequent flyer miles, I guess. Don't you? <laughs> I, I, guess I used to drive. You know, I lived in Kentucky up until recently, and in, in London, I used to drive everywhere. I used to. Well, yeah, because drive, Kentucky yeah, and Tennessee are kind of centrally located to a vast yeah, area of the exactly. population. Yep. And that's one thing that made Nashville so successful. Sure. And we've got a lot of people that are here, and we're getting the overflow from that now here in Rutherford County. Yeah. And uh-huh. this population is supposed to double like in the next 10 years. No kidding. Oh, yeah. And, wow. I mean, and it's got its problems. Uh, sure. We're having tax increases and all that. I would imagine after that, we may have some politicians have some problems here locally. I'll keep you posted and let you know what's going on here. I mean, you know, but I mean, when you go so long, and we all know the game, you know, and and I've seen it here, you know, and, and, and we know how this is played. 
there'll be no tax increase under this administration. You know, well, bully for you. That's just great. <laughs> but we all, now you don't, you don't live here, I, I mean, but it costs money. You know, you rode in here tonight on a road. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you passed some stoplights, you know. I'm sure you, all this infrastructure costs money. And it takes, and when you're expanding like we are, I've said this before, you know, and a lot of politicians, I don't think they understand this. You have to hire people that know what they're doing. And I've used this analogy before, you know, the old days, Aaron, get your tractor and that blade. Let's take this field and cut it and burrow down there. We're going to build some houses. Those (laughs) days are long gone. Sure. You know, you've got to have engineering workups, you know, Perk test, perk results, if you're going to use septic system, are you going to be on city sewer? Where's your water coming from? All of this. And I'll tell you, it drives some of these people nuts because they're, they are busy. They really are. The people that are actually doing the work at the water company, at the electric company. When, you know, I had some a couple of guys here with the water company once. You know, water's no big deal till you wake up one morning and turn it on and you ain't got any. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of politicians don't seem to think about this type of stuff. Right. This is part of, you know, but we had a big increase because they hadn't had an increase in 20 years, you know. Yep. Well, sooner or later, hey, how about a half a percent here? And people will pay the money if you tell. And if you'd have had over that 20 years an 8 or 9% increase, you wouldn't need all that probably. You, you might need a, might need a bump of 2 or 3%, but you wouldn't have had to have 16%. But they don't look at it that way. You know, be no tax increase in my administration. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how do you folks feel about this? Do they, do, 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 uh, I'm sure they support you 100%. Your parents? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, they have a term limit sign out on their front front doorstep, or they did uh, until it broke recently. So right, okay. get another one. Yeah, they're in support of this. It's it's kind of fun. I, I you know, Thanksgiving was just a month ago, and uh, right. or less than a month ago, and um, you know, in today's world, I mean, families are really divided in terms of political ideology. Oh um, yeah, and, yeah. You know, my family is too. It's very diverse in that way, and. You know, I always kind of joke. It's if, it, if things start to get a little bit edgy at the dinner table for Thanksgiving, just yeah. bring up term limits, and everyone will agree yeah. getting along again because you have a common enemy, right? Everyone hates Congress, so yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's what I've said before. Great unifier. Anyone is the president. Look at this presidential ratings. Wait just a minute, there, Senator, or wait just a minute, there, Congress. Let's look at your. Let's see what you're waiting. Was like twelve, yeah. and the president's like around 35, 40, 45. Whoever that person is, I don't think I'd point the dirty end stick at the head, uh, to, you know, the, the executive in the Oval Office just yet. You know, I want to turn around and look at yourself, you mm-hmm. know, because they've had a low approval rating for years, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, true. you know, but like I said, to get back to where we were when we started, you know, when I looked that up when Nick was going to be on with me, Nick Tombalides, uh people had been there, and like I said, I was, I was in my late fifties at that time. I got mm-hmm. to know Nick. And people have been in Congress longer than I've been born. Mm-hmm. And I won't even start you because you're younger than I am. I mean, yeah, I'm 41. I mean, yeah, you know. I mean, great day, man. Yeah, well, it's a lifelong 
career. You know, yeah. I, I left, uh, you know, Kentucky most recently. And sure. Mitch McConnell. Now I'm in uh, Vermont. And right. <laughs> of course. Totally different world. Um, yeah. And I'm not even thinking about Bernie. You know, Bernie. And you didn't even bring me any maple syrup. And you didn't bring me, you know, you didn't even bring me any maple syrup either. <laughs> I didn't. I should have brought some. I get asked that a lot when I come down I, south. I do. I, I just I'll stock up do. in my bag and have it yeah. ready. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Patrick Leahy, I mean, he was there. Right. Um, I uh, was kind of looking at him like, wow, he, he came into office before he stopped last year. I know. Since 1973. I know. I mean, it's like I, I was doing the calculation. I mean, my mom was in middle school. My mom <laughs> couldn't even vote yet, and he was already there. What in the heck? Like, this is right. crazy. Like, yeah. I don't care what you are, who you are, what your party is. It doesn't matter. Like, that is, just shouldn't be a career that way. It just should not be a career. It should be service. Well, you know, and a lot of the, the first year or two Congress people, a lot of people don't know this, it's not what it's cracked up to be. Mm. Uh, they're living together. Mm-hmm. They live in apartments. And as I understand, there may be three or four that rent a place together, you know, kind of like on a college campus, you know. Sure. And not everybody owns the big sprawling mansion up there, right. you know. Uh, I'm sure a few of the senators do, and maybe some of the people who are in in House representatives do. They've been there long enough, but you know that money. If they've been there long enough, they <laughs> I guess they can afford that. You know, and I'm sure you could tell me a lot of stories about that where their where their funding comes from. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah but they're there, uh, and the the lobbyists. You know, it, it's really probably the most absurd objection to term limits that you'll hear sometimes right is that well lobbyists will run the show then it's like have you looked recently they run the show now they've been running for uh, a that's while. silly and sure. and it just logically it w- they would lobby for term limits if they really benefited from it themselves right but they don't they actually uniformly oppose term limits and and the reason the reason is because they want those long-term cozy relationships that they know the, the good old boy from way back they know them for decades. They've gone right. golfing together and they know each other's families, you know, like sure. that's the kind of relationship sure. that they want to hold and keep. They don't want to keep starting over. They don't want to well, work harder. Well, if that, if mom right? or dad retire, here comes junior or sissy, right. they might take the job. Right. So look at the Kennedys name recognition, you right. know? So anyway, we're going to have to get out of here. How can people help? How can they get hold of you? Yeah. A couple of things you can uh, sign up at termlimits.com. I know it's a very inventive uh, website name so that you can remember that termlimits.com and you can sign our petition that'll get you looped in and with all our emails you'll get updated on action what's happening during the legislative session right. and you can call up your state senator your state senator not your u.s senator and ask them to vote yes on a house joint resolution five when it comes up in january okay all right Aaron, thank you so much for doing thank this. You. Thank you for what you do. Hey, we appreciate is, it. This is so much fun. I appreciate it. Please you. stay in touch with us. Ed Raymer, we'll be back here next week, do our last show of the year. And until then, I'll catch you down the road. Good night.
portions of our programming have been pre-recorded. The Good Neighbor Network, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, flagship station for MTSU Sports. Look around at this great city of ours. What do you see? 